So I am joined today by Steve Legg. Uh, hello, Steve. Great to see you again. Hello, Nath. How are you? You're looking good. Thank you. Yes, you're looking you're good. You're sounding well. good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's great to see you. Uh, would you like to just uh, tell us a little bit about who you are for our listeners? So I am Steve. Um, come from LA, uh, not Los Angeles, unfortunately. Little Hampton on the <laughs> south coast. I've been on the road 35 years, um, speaking to people about God in, in a kind of a, a unique way. I do comedy and magic to communicate the good news. When I started off 35 years ago, I used to do escapology, used to escape from things, change ropes, um, handcuffs, straight jackets, dangling upside down under cranes, using those as sort of visual parables to speak about the love of God and how God can set us free. So that's what I've been doing, man and boy, 35 years, written books run a magazine called sorted and um yeah all of that sort of vibe yeah excellent well a very interesting life i'd say it's been it's been a blast so far yeah cool so we are here to talk about your new book which was recently released the last laugh i have it here with me the last laugh Re reflections of a funny man with terminal cancer so i have i just wanted to know a little bit about this book It'd be really interesting to know some of the uh inspiration behind the book for example like you know what was it that uh, prompted you to pen this book in the first place well i've written well this is number 17 and what prompted me to uh, write the book was just over two years ago i was in bed my big feet sticking out the end my lovely wife becca walked past and noticed a little mark on the underside of my foot and she said what's that and i had a look and i said i don't know it doesn't hurt anything i think it's probably a little blood blister from over walking my dog and she nagged and nagged and nagged. And eventually I went to see the doctor. Well, in actual fact, it was during COVID. So I realized I could send a photo. So I didn't need to see the doctor. So I sent a photo to our GP. She called me in. She had a little look at it. She said, I'm not sure. Referred me to a dermatologist who had another look at it. Said, I'm not 100% sure. You need a biopsy. So he gave me an injection into the underside of my foot. It was so painful. I almost kicked him in the head. Um, man, that was so painful. And he took a biopsy and he phoned me two weeks later to say you've got some skin cancer. And that started this crazy journey for the last two years, which is all in the book about um, journeying with a very unusual type of skin cancer called acral lentiginous melanoma that not many people get. And it's unfortunately very aggressive that uh, had spread through my body. So I had various operations on the underside of my foot and bigger chunks were taken out. Um, I hope you're not queasy. And uh, But unfortunately, it spread through my lymphatic system and had various ops and various treatments. One uh, treatment called immunotherapy because um, chemotherapy doesn't work on melanoma. But the immunotherapy didn't work. It gave me type 1 diabetes, which means my pancreas is is completely shot so i have to take insulin before i eat or before i get too excited so i took a big dose before i came on your show and um unfortunately in april just after we'd been together at spring harvest and we had a good time there didn't we yeah i did I to see the oncologist this was the 17th of april and walked into her office and she had tears in her eyes and i thought this isn't good and she essentially said nothing's worked it spread to your brain to your liver to your stomach and spine and um, there's nothing more we can do. And I said, so what does that mean? How long have I got, Doc? Five days, five weeks, five months, five years? Thinking she'd say maybe 10 years, 15. And she said, more like five months. So I was told that on the 17th of April. And um, you haven't got to be Carol Vorderman to work out that that has been and gone. And I'm still fit and alive and well and feeling great. 
and uh, I'm still here. So the book is the last two years, Nathan, of my journey with terminal cancer, telling me I had five months to live and how I've coped with that and the beauty that I've seen in places, this roller coaster that I've been on of, of faith and um, hospitals and medicine and all that sort of stuff and really clinging to God throughout. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's really good. I'm really looking forward to reading it. I've uh, read a little bit of the first chapter. We only just got a copy. I'm really looking forward to reading about it. Brilliant. Well, I hope it'll make you laugh and cry. Most people have written to me saying we've cried with laughter and we've cried tears. And uh, but it's it, it's not a sad book. Well, it is sad in places, but it's I think it's really inspirational. Mm. Yeah. I was, I was wondering also, um, perhaps could you tell us a little bit about maybe your writing process? Was there any, any particular place you like to write or something you like, some place you like to go to write this book? No, well, I live by the seaside, but I really write most of it in front of my laptop. Um, so I'm looking out my window, it's in my back garden, so that's very nice. But that's really the process. I'll have ideas while I'm out driving and I'll try to jot them down before I forget. Um, my wife, Becca, has been amazing. Uh, with this one, I had the help of a friend, my friend Mark Stibby. Um, he was an amazing ghostwriter, so he helped craft it. So that's the first time I've written a book like that. But the whole process has only taken about three weeks. Well, that's pretty. Which is super fast. I had lunch with a, a friend the other day, and I said, what's your plans for 2024? And he said, I'm going to write a book. And I thought, you don't need a whole year. <laughs> you do it in three weeks. Yeah. I've heard of Mark Stimmy, and uh, some of his uh, books are very well, big. Mark's a legend. Them. He's written about 50 books. Uh, fabulous um, speaker. Good friend of mine. He moved down to Rustington. Uh, Little Hampton a few years ago, and we would we would walk our dogs along the beach and hang out a lot. He's a a, a very unique, special man. Yeah, that's that's interesting though. Just three weeks to write that book, but I guess yeah. you know when you're writing about your own life, you don't need to spend too long working out what you want to write about. It's just about penning the events and thoughts that have taken place over the last two years. Yeah, and if you're in the flow, it's good. As I said I've written seventeen books. Some books I've written in a week. Others. Well, my 18th, I've been trying to write it for the last 25 years and it's hard work. I'm not a natural writer, I don't think. You know, I need to feel a little bit creative. A proper writer would sit down every day and write a thousand words, whether they felt like it or not. So I'm not one of those and I'm in awe of people who can do that. I need to kind of be in the flow a little bit, but I've enjoyed writing this. It's been a very interesting process remembering all the things that have happened. And it has been very sad, but there's been moments of great hilarity throughout. So you'll see that as you read the book. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. And I like to see the joy in things as well. You know, if you look for joy, you'll see it in all sorts of mysterious places. One of my favourite stories from the book is when I came off steroids, because of course I've been on all sorts of crazy drugs. I'm not on anything now, which people find hard to believe, not even an aspirin. And I was on steroids and coming off those gave you all sorts of crazy side effects and I was sweating profusely all the time and as a stage performer I'd be under hot lights and I looked like Lee Evans when I came off stage absolutely drenched through with sweat and I was gigging in the West Midlands and I said to the organisers I'll need two electric fans behind me to try to keep cool which they did and I was still overheating so I said can you please open all the doors and windows which they did and two or three weeks later after the gig, the vicar wrote to me saying, thanks so much for the gig. Really enjoyed it. What you didn't know, a lady was walking past outside with her son, heard all the laughing, heard all the laughter because the windows and doors were open, came in and enjoyed the show, came back to church the following week and has been coming back ever since. Wow. And I think, wow, isn't that amazing? Out of a crazy situation of coming off steroids, 
that God could use that situation. Yeah, it's just one of many examples of God's amazing redemptive power. Totally. And it runs throughout the book. It really does. Yeah. Excellent. So I'm wondering, um, what do you hope this book will do for those who read it? I mean, you say you're hoping people will laugh and cry at the same time. So, Yeah, and really encourage them not to give up and God can do anything. And I can't say I'm healed. I'm feeling good at the moment. The latest scan showed that the cancer hadn't advanced. But, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen? But as I put in the book, you know, I think I'm in a win-win situation. If God heals me, then I've won and I'll be around for years to, to come and I'll see my girls grow up and my grandchildren grow up. I'm a granddad now. I know I don't look old enough, but there we are. Uh, but uh, but if, if, if I do die, then I go to be with Jesus, which is a huge win as well. So I don't really think I can lose in this situation. So it's a book about all of that. It's about resilience. It's about hope. It's heart, humour, humanity. I think it's really got everything. Really life affirming book. Yeah, yeah I, I'm really looking forward to reading it. It sounds absolutely fabulous. And having read just a small portion of the, uh, the first chapter, it just immediately I'm gripped by what you're explaining about your life and where you come to. Brilliant. Yeah. So uh, just to, to finish, would you like to tell us where can people buy this book? Well, the, probably the easiest place for everyone is Amazon. So Amazon.co.uk, if you're in the UK, I know you have listeners all over the world. So uh, in America, obviously, Amazon.com. You can get a paperback, you can get a hardback, or you can get the ebook. So the ebook is the cheapest one. Uh, if you've got Amazon Prime, you get that completely for free. Working on an audible version. So I'm going to in going into studio in January to record it with my dulcet tones as well. So it's all there on oh, Amazon. Good. Uh, but we just say to people, please do leave a review it makes such a difference in invisibility and pushing it up certain search engines and everything so if you enjoy it please leave us a review that'd be brilliant yeah absolutely and so uh, as we come to the end would you like to tell us what are your plans for the near future well i'm just cracking on nathan i'm still gigging i'm out gigging tomorrow people hire me and i come and do a night of comedy and magic and i thread the gospel all the way through um, so really want to push this book. I think of all the ones I've done, this is one I'm proudest of and I think will have a huge reach. So just want to tell as many people about that and just really crack on with traveling. Because uh, I discovered at a boys brigade camp when I was 12 or 13, this Christian message and it's good news and good news is for sharing. It's wrong to keep good news to yourself. So I love doing that. And I hope I can do that to the day I die, which I hope will be maybe 20, 30 years to go. Yeah we hope so too well, thank you so much steve it's been really great to chat cheers pal thanks yeah uh, i will see you see you later i hope fabulous cheers navy bye bye pal pure 24 7 radio is listener supported which means we are free online and always pure because of the generous support of our listeners if you would like to contribute financially please visit pure247radio.org if you'd like to find out how we use your money, please visit the Our Cost section. Any donation of any size will help keep us on air and broadcasting for free. Thank you.